Hey, 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 everyone. This is Prashant, and I'll be your host for this section of the Mailman podcast called 321 with Mailman. To quickly talk about the format, the guests will be required to share three ideas or books they live by, two people they look up to, and one productivity trick they find super helpful. For those of you who do not know Mailman, Mailman is an email plugin that sits on top of your existing email client and delivers your emails in batches at times pre-selected by you. Hence, minimizing distractions, facilitating deep work, and making inbox zero an everyday reality. You can start a free trial at mailmanhq.com. That is M-A-I-L-M-A-N-H-Q.com. You will be able to find this link in the description below. Today, we have with us Sean. Sean is a digital marketer helping people and organizations grow their audience. He's also the host of We Can Do This podcast, where he interviews founders, builders, and marketers who are on a mission larger than just business. Sean, we are so glad to have you here. I'll let you talk a bit about yourself now. Yeah. Hey, well, Prashant, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Um, yeah, so I'm a, a, marketing, a marketing consultant, um, do some work in brand strategy. And yeah, uh, for, for about the past five years, I've been kind of running my own um, solo consultancy, um, kind of little boutique studio where we help people that are mission-minded, right? Um, working on causes that are um, impactful for for other people, communities, the planet, and helping them grow their audience and build their business. Um, and more so recently, I started a podcast called We Can Do This, where we actually share the stories of founders who are working on just inspiring projects, inspiring organizations. And then we also bring on uh, people that have experience in some of these like 21st century skills, right? Like marketing, branding, social media, copywriting, all these different kinds of things, bring them on the show to help them, um, to help, you know, aspiring social entrepreneurs to help get started in their own business. That sounds very mission driven. And what you're yeah. do, doing is very interesting to me. Thanks for doing that. And now I would get straight into a very exciting set of questions that I have for you that are, are three to one questions. So I'll give you the first question now that is, what are the three ideas or books that you live by and why? Yeah, so this was a, a difficult question for me because um, I have a lot of books. <laughs> um, so I kind of had to limit this to like the entrepreneurial type uh, things that I'm involved in. Um, so I, I kind of honed those in here. But yeah, so the first book that was really impactful for me was a book called Profit First. Um, it's by Mike McElwitz. And it's funny because even the title of this book is a little bit, seems a little bit contrary to my typical uh, philosophy on these things is I usually put others first. Um, but the, the book Profit First actually helped me really develop a healthy relationship with finances. And um, if you dig into the book a little bit, he essentially talks through a more nuanced idea of budgeting, how we would typically expect expect it. So he says, instead of uh, profit being your income minus your expenses, he actually says that profit is actually um, what you take before you begin spending your money, before you dig in your expenses. And so that helped me really 
um, develop a, a healthy relationship with money. Um, I, th I don't know if I didn't read that book, if I would still have a, a business going. Uh, it really helped me develop a profitable business. And specifically, I think where this was helpful is if you kind of have the yourself taken care of when it comes to your business, right? Like your business is paying what you what you need from it to really invest time and energy into it. Um, you tend to not really live in fear, right? And uh, I think I identified that when I wasn't earning what I needed to, but I was still investing a lot of my time and energy into the business, then I was starting to make decisions out of fear. And it wasn't treating others appropriately, it wasn't treating you know, my team members appropriately. And so I think this is a really, you know, must read for a lot of people that are in business, especially for people who are in mission minded businesses, where money can be a, a difficult topic for them. Um, so that was really, really helpful. Second book that I wanted to mention was The Lean Startup by Eric Rise. Um, and that really helped that book really helped me uh you know, gather this idea of creating a minimum viable product um, that really as like a core problem for an audience and really kind of uh, restricting what you're building to solve, you know, one problem or a couple really essential problems opposed to investing all your time and energy into creating something, not really knowing if it's going to be useful to an audience. So uh, the Lean Startup has really framed my approach to audience building, to startups, and in the work that we do with clients is helping them kind of get further faster um, by really being clear up front. And then the third thing that I want to mention is more of an idea. It's not necessarily a book, but this idea of measure twice, automate once. Um, automation is a big part of what I do. It's a big part of kind of like my philosophy on workflows and processes. And so when I find myself doing something that is uh, more repetitive, um, if I see myself doing this on a, a weekly basis or a monthly basis, and it's something that can be automated, I, I invest some time into doing that. So for example, um, we launched a podcast on April 1st, which is a you know kind of a funny day to launch a podcast. And since then, um, we really got this proce process down um, pretty tight so that I would say if I was to quantify it, maybe 75% of the podcast, aside from recording the interview, is automated. Everything from the emails that get sent to our guests, to collecting you know, bios and headshots and all those kind of things, the creation of social media content, and ultimately uh, publishing that podcast or a podcast host is all an automated process. And really, it requires me getting on the, on the mic with a guest and having a conversation. Um, a bit of editing, right? And then uh, assistant or uh, production assistant who helps manage scheduling. So automation has been a kind of a real key part of kind of like my um, my thought process when when we're working on building processes and automations. Absolutely. So those are three amazing books that you shared that I feel that every entrepreneur, or every creator out there should read get started and it, like you just mentioned that this was a difficult question for you a lot of people say that to us that this is a really difficult question you you want us to select three from uh, a book rack that's just full of books right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i get i get how difficult this is so but that essentially gets out the best ones to, uh, that you can point out for others mm -hmm. to read right so that's the purpose of it so thank you for sharing these 
my next question to you is who are the two people that you look up to the most and why? Yeah, again, another difficult question. I know a lot of fantastic people. Um, yeah, so two people. One, um, I said is Mike Kim. Mike Kim is, uh, he's been my business coach for, for the last four or five years. Um, we were actually friends and colleagues before that, um, kind of from our previous lives. And uh, he, he has a podcast himself. I, he was actually being uh, on my podcast recently. Um, but he is, uh, he's been inspirational in a lot of different ways. Um, one of the kind of phrases or mantras that he repeats pretty often is this idea of how marketing isn't about closing a sale, but it's about opening a relationship. And that's really helped frame my own views of marketing, um, how marketing isn't only just about closing sales, getting leads, you know, doing all these kind of things that are essential, right, to um, growing a business. But it's uh, one of the most beneficial things that you can do in doing that is building a relationship with your audience. So um, he's been really helpful in kind of instilling that into me and just being around him and, and hearing um some of the things that he's taught, you know, listen to his podcast. Really, I listened to his podcast well, well before I started my own business. So it kind of framed a lot of my thinking. Um, so really beneficial. Um, I've, I, he, he's been really helpful. And then another one who I don't have a personal relationship with, right, is Seth Godin. Um, I probably read his books, followed him, his content for probably a decade, right? Um, he's just been like one of the most consistent voices. And I remember when I first stumbled upon um, his teaching, I don't even think at first it was a book. I think it was just maybe a podcast or a blog he had written. And uh, I was, I didn't really realize that I was, had been doing marketing for a long time. I just didn't really know it. Um, and I was kind of had this a little bit of an aversion to like quote unquote marketing. And really this idea of solving problems for people was, you know, really helpful to here and um i never really thought of marketing as you know helping right helping people uh, get to some sort of desired state that they they want um helping solve a problem for them and so when i started to think of marketing in this way it actually made me want to lean into it opposed to kind of <laughs> uh run away from it um so seth godin's teachings have been really good all the way up until you know I, after listening to, to him for a decade i thought I really wouldn't be able to hear something that I didn't hear from him again. And I, I jumped on a, a summit that he was a part of this year. And he said something that was really impactful that I haven't heard before. And it, it kind of caused me to make some um, good decisions in my business. So yeah, those are uh, two people, Mike Kim and Seth Godin. Yeah. So those are two incredible people that you just shared. And being, being a fellow marketer, I can totally relate to w- how much you can learn from someone like Seth Godin. Uh, he's uh, also kind of known as the father of you know modern marketing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and totally, I agree that as a marketer, you are basically trying to help people uh, because even if you are selling a product to them, even then your product is trying to help them. So basically, if you can just tell them come and come across as someone helpful, then as a marketer who is trying to sell them something to them, and I think you have better chances of actually making a sale. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. So uh, moving on to my last question for you. What's the number one productivity trick that you find super helpful? Yeah. So minimalism isn't necessarily uh, quite like my philosophy on life. Like, you know, I mentioned I have so many books, right? I don't have a minimal around of books. But for a, 
a productivity trick or hack um, I found really helpful is workspace minimalism. So, you know, if you look at my desk, I usually don't have clutter around my desk. I usually I don't have like three monitors <laughs> where I'm doing all my work. I like to keep things really simple. And all the way down to if you look at like my desktop, it is I have one folder on my desktop and it says work. <laughs> um, if you look at my phone, I don't have apps on my home screen. It's just like a black screen. <laughs> my desktop is just like a black screen. And I found that having kind of like that digital clutter really gets me distracted, um, helps me to lose focus. And I think that's one of the things that I really like uh, about Mailman is it kind of takes this minimalistic approach of not always digging into your inbox, right? Uh, having a few points during the day that you are jumping in there and getting work done opposed to any time a, a push notification pops up on your phone, right? Um, so that's been an approach, you know, that I've taken as well is um, limiting the amount of time that I spend in my inbox. Absolutely, I agree with you. And, and that's the kind of mission that we are following with Mailman, like you just mentioned, to like help people organize their lives better and keep away all these distractions that have actually so much become a part of your life that you have started to feel like replying to these emails is actually work. So you keep doing that the entire day and you feel like, okay, that was the work that you did. But in reality, mm -hmm. that's not. That's just, <laughs> right. yeah, that's just the reactive work that you're doing. Uh, answering to others' requirements. What's the mm -hmm. active work? Active work happens when you sit down without distractions and do something and create something. So that's what we are helping people do more of by employing mailman on their inbox that sends like a guard outside that, okay, I'm not going to let any distractions <laughs> in uh, and you just focus on your work. So that's yeah. basically what, you're, what we are trying to do. And yeah, and the point when you mentioned that, uh, I don't get how when people have like three, four monitors on the screen. I, <laughs> I, I totally relate to that. I, I see yeah. those workspace pictures, fancy pictures on Twitter all day long, and I and I and I feel like these guys must be really busy. Like they must be doing <laughs> they must be doing some really important work. Yeah, it's more of a command center <laughs> than a desk. <laughs> yeah, and it gets me thinking. Like, am I not doing enough? <laughs> Should I get one or two more monitors? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so totally get that feeling. Yeah, minimal, minimalism is totally my approach as well. I also just have one mm -hmm. laptop and I, I do, just do all my work on that. So I totally agree with you on that. So great. Uh, it was great talking to you and I loved all the recommendations you shared, the books that you re read, the people that you look up to, and lastly, the min minimalism productivity mm -hmm. trick that you shared. All of those were great. So great, it was great having you in for this and uh, having you share all that knowledge that you have acquired over the years. Lastly, uh, the thing that I would ask you is if our audience wants to reach out to you or follow your journey or follow your projects or your podcast, what would be the best way to do that? Yeah, so you're likely listening to this probably in the podcast player. So if you want to switch over and type in or look in the show notes or something. We we can do this um, is the name of the podcast. Um, you'll see my face right on the cover, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a weekly podcast where we talk about probably similar things um, in terms of marketing productivity, um, and it has a specific you know goal to empower people that are looking to make some sort of good in the world. So that's where I am most often every week. Um, but if you don't listen to podcasts, you can 
uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, at Sean Pritzkow is my handle on Twitter, and I'm pretty active there. Yeah, sounds good. So I'll make sure to put links to both your podcast and your Twitter in the description below so that people can reach you more easily in just a click. So thank you for sharing this, and thank you for making time for doing this. I hope you enjoyed. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.